0: guys we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going
1: what are we fucking pbs
0: oh yeah you know it i'm levar burton i wanted to be levar
1: back all right i caught it first yeah, i'm hosting we, jeopardy <laughs> are you though listen guys we we need your help uh to help keep the lights on as they say uh we are launching our patreon for masters of the cinematic universe Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: yes. yes.
2: And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different, real cool gifts and prizes and merch uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for.
1: Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You fact, can either be a friend
0: it, of the show, a friend oh, with benefits. Oh, we we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it
1: already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you, uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not-safe-for-work picks, if, if you want.
2: <laughs> not safe for your eyes, picks, in my case. Not safe for know, anything but... picks. Yeah.
1: So. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick
0: And then enjoy this week's
1: movie. Pretty much. How we still not recorded a new fucking ad yet. I know. Wow. I know. Let's do it right now. Cold <laughs> cold read, ready?
0: Yep. I get to be LeVar Burton
1: ah fuck I wanted to be LeVar Burton well uh, I'm Uh, hosting Jeopardy now uh, is he though I will see the reason that sucks
0: so bad is because we did do it cold I know (laughs) we we, we we recreated that pretty good like um I know there was child uh, labor involved with that Hobby Lobby picture of a cow you wanted (laughs) (laughs) it's not my favorite (laughs) one
1: we recreated it so well because we've listened to it 800 fucking times yeah
0: ugh
1: Uh, still more interesting welcome back (laughs) welcome back to masters of the cinematic universe we're talking bubba ho tep ladies and gentlemen i'd rather
0: rather be talking about bubba
1: sparks god damn what a reference it's getting
0: ugly in here
1: (laughs) this movie was made in 2002 that seems like bubba sparks uh territory as
0: much as bubba sparks was kind of like I think it really wasn't like a joke artist. Like, like That wasn't like a serious thing. I did like some of his songs.
1: Did you? All right. Well, some of them songs all, hit
0: pretty fucking hard.
1: We've all got our skeletons, Joe. I, yeah,
0: I didn't say like all of his songs. He had a couple of good songs.
1: <laughs> Just the B sides. Just the B sides. Dude, I Not mean Timbaland hits.
0: made his beats. I mean
1: <laughs> So back to the movie. <laughs> uh Elvis just had a pretty pretty major experience with a bug, with a big bitch cockroach, and he's talking to what I can only assume is like one of the facilities administrators about it and Joe, if you want to hit this next clip for me he comes up with a phrase that I, I would like to incorporate into my everyday life
3: So you say you heard a, a noise? Yeah, well I was following the sound, you know, I mean I heard something it was like a I don't know, like a, like a scuttling uh, stuff. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you awake uh, or, or were you in bed when you heard this noise? Well, look, man, I was in bed first and then I was awake because the, the damn bugs woke me up, all right? You got bugs all over this place. Yeah, bugs. Well, well, Mr. Happ, oh, what kind of bugs have you been seeing? Well, look, man, do I look like an ickyologist to you? Big damn bugs, all right? The size of my fist, The size of a <laughs> peanut butter banana sandwich, man. What do I care? I got a growth in my picker.
1: god damn it i love this movie Um,
0: i'd rather listen to this movie than watch it (laughs) because it's actually more funny listening to it
1: he's uh, bruce campbell fucking kills his role man yep and it you know and and just to to punctuate that line with what do i care i got a growth on my backer (laughs) like yeah Mm -hmm.
2: why yeah what am I, an ichiologist?
1: What Icha ichiolo- <laughs> I'm telling you right now. The it's next the time someone in this house asks me to kill a bug yep. and ask me what it was, I cannot wait to say, what am I an ichiologist?
0: <laughs> I got a growth on my pecker.
1: Yeah. Well, that part's not true, but
2: and that, by the way, the administrator, that's the best cameo in this movie. That's Reggie. No, expl- that's Reggie from Phantasm.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's fucking
2: they- Reggie from the Phantasm movies.
1: They pulled a lot of um, a lot of people who worked on Phantasm for this yes, movie, obviously, because exactly. the director, you know, had a relationship with them. So if you yes. if you like Phantasm and it's a fantastic movie, dude.
2: Oh, it's so good.
1: A- again, Joe, you got all kind of like horror movies to be in a Phantasm ship. But right. As, as far as like unique horror movies go, Phantasm oh, is pretty this, dope.
2: this is yeah, that's got stuff that, yeah, doesn't belong in horror movies, but works. I'm, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, you know I try. These movies can be hit or miss. Apparently, Tall Man, the Tall Man,
1: <laughs> the tall one man one. iconic dude, fucking iconic. Yep. And that weird chrome ball with the all the ball blades.
2: with the blades coming out of it, and the fucking yeah. hearse. The <laughs> tall Man drove the hearse, but Reggie, Reggie was like the most non-hero hero ever because he was just this like dumpy balding guy. Yeah, and he was such a hero you
1: know totally totally
2: so he was the administrator yeah
1: great yeah great little cameo there Yep. so almost right away i have i have two quick clips back to back we get our nurse back in the room and she has to do a little procedure on elvis which is to you know apply this (laughs) tub of vaseline basically to uh the growth on his packer. See, I need this, so,
0: I need I need this kind of service.
1: This pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so Joe, if you want to hit this next clip, this is Elvis sort of rediscovering his vigor for life in the best, maybe slash worst possible moment.
3: Mm-hmm. Doll like this handling me without warmth or emotion. Twenty years ago, just twenty man, I could have made with a curly lip smile and had her eaten out of my asshole.
1: Doctor says this cream
0: ought to do the trick. Corticosteroids.
1: Should heal the inflammation. Stop the pus.
3: Where'd my youth go? Why didn't fame hold off old age and death? Why the hell did I leave the fame in the first place? And do I want it back and could I have it back? And if I could, would it make any damn difference? Mr. hair. Huh? Lord almighty. You old rascal. I think you better take a cold shower, Mr. Hare. There have been two presidential elections since I had a boner like that one. What gave here? Then I realized what gave. I was thinking about something that interested me, not my next meal or going to the crapper. I'd have been given a dose of life again. You get in there with me, I'll take that, sure. You silly thing. Come on, now. Why don't you pull on it a little? You ought to be ashamed.
0: I would have ended that sooner, but that guitar just sounded so good.
1: It's pretty nice, yeah. It's very chill.
0: Great tones.
1: Great tone, yeah. It's all about the tone. Speaking of tone, I gotta plug your uh I know you're not making pedals, you know, as vigorously these days, but I have been using your um the just surprise me pedal, which I yeah. think is the the It's the Martial, martial law. law. Yeah. Um dude, so <clears throat> I just i just got to use this big you know pv half stack and try to dial in the i'm just using the clean channel and that martial law and it sounds like a fucking jcm 800
0: oh it's yeah. a killer that's, the, that's a killer I absolutely <laughs> love that pedal the circuit's like model to be a jcm 800
1: it is fucking perfect hell yeah and and that pv is not a great amp but it's a loud amp and it has a decent clean channel that's all you need with that fucking pedal Mm -hmm. dude holy shit Uh, it's like get the fuck out of here why does this sound so good
0: well we're blowing people for tone um, I was looking for some helix patches the other day and I was looking for a pop punk one and uh, when I searched on YouTube pop punk helix patches one of the top videos that came up was one Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks
1: (laughs) and he had his patch in there
0: so I downloaded his patch and put it in my helix and fuck if it doesn't sound amazing (laughs) especially with that fucking jazz master telly
1: with the nice. jazz master telly. yeah, really? oh yeah, it's fucking nice. straight
0: pop punk tone.
1: I like that man. You yeah. gonna come open open for my band and shit?
0: Yeah, I'll do a guest spot.
1: That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah, I just had to pay you that compliment because, um, a new amp kind of changes everything. Like you kind of start from scratch. Like, okay, what's the sound yeah. I like? So I was I was dialing everything in, and I was using that other distortion pedal, the dual pedal, on my other amp. Cause I really like the sound of that, but on this one, dude, like that fucking Just oh slams it. Slams dude, it, fucking yep. hits it out of the ballpark, man. Hell yeah! Oh, that's good. So yes, hit up Joe for some pedals that he doesn't want to build. And <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> um, also, I like Brian's snapshots were named a uh, cleanish, normy, and sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wonder if Brian good. even listens to the cast. <laughs> I haven't talked yeah. to him in forever.
2: I don't think man, he does. It's been a while since I talked. I don't
0: to him. know. Yeah, I'm gonna check him out, Brian. See, how he's looking. he's he's a Patreon.
2: Yeah, he is. Get
0: oh. one hour of Gower power.
1: One hour of Gower power. That dude's awesome, man. Yeah, he is. So yeah, we get Elvis gets a boner for the first time in a long time and it's because he feels interested in something again man like he's 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 heard some weird noises in that clip those were flashbacks to him fighting the bug and like you know just feeling alive for the first time in a long time
0: you rascal
1: (laughs) and she plays that scene beautifully because she's you can see in her eyes that she's a little impressed yeah you know what i mean
0: Yep. there's like a 50% like percent chance that she also just wants to take care of it for him because he's never had one in like 20 years <laughs> she's like, like she, ah, I want to cut this dude a break because he, you know, he's nice he's he's a jerk but he's also nice
1: <laughs> there was the way she played it there was just that little element of like you know man if if I was 20 years older and you were 20 years younger kind of a thing yeah. you know what I mean it wasn't discussed it was like it was almost respect and admiration yeah. in that moment um so yeah he's got a little a little you know a little bit of blood flow through the veins again which is nice um and again touching on the 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 message of this movie that's a huge part of it it's like finding your purpose when you feel like you've aged out of of certain things um as silly as this fucking movie is it resonates with a lot of a lot of people in that way and i can totally see it um so we we cut to uh elvis talking to his buddy jack about what's going on in this in this you know it's it's becoming more and more apparent like people are starting to drop like flies and they're coming up with theories about what's going on in this, in this nursing home. And I've called it like three different things, like assisted living nursing home. I don't know. I don't know what the right thing is, but there's a cool moment when he's talking to Jack and Jack kind of tells him, look, Ben, um, I know you're Elvis. Like I, and he doesn't tell him that like he's using the stage name. He's using the other name, but he tells him, I know you're Elvis and i get it because look at me like i'm fucking jfk yeah. and no one believes me so i uh, nobody understands more what you go through than me and then he sort of buries the hatchet with him he's like there's a rumor that you didn't like me very much and uh <laughs> and also with the conspiracy shit he's like i want you to tell me look me in the eye and tell me you didn't have anything to do with that day in dallas and elvis kind of gets up and he's like i don't know nothing about dallas and they're cool you know what i mean like they've got this this pact of like all right we're in this together uh yeah it's like it's like a misfits movie man like they're just they're so on the outside but they're they can they're so similar in that way too what was that movie
0: with the old men who tried to like uh fight crime or something
1: there was a movie i don't know if this is the one you're thinking of but there was a movie not expendables about, but
0: there was another one
1: well there's one about retired superheroes in a nursing home is that the one you're Maybe. thinking of
0: um i feel like De Niro was in it and
1: no it wasn't De Niro. this was like a this was like a lower budget thing um hold on a second it's gonna they were
0: like a group of elderly people that were trying to fight crime or something or stop a robbery or uh what was that
1: there's a movie called supervised um no and it's about like legitimate superheroes who lost they're elderly they lost their powers they're in a nursing home but they slowly start to get them back and they're trying to solve a crime i don't know if that's what you're thinking of
0: that wasn't it um it was a couple years ago maybe um, uh, fuck. Let's see. Was it
2: red? Red. Well, they're not in the nursing home. They are older, and they're spies.
0: Yeah, they're like old, like old spies, and they made the whole the whole movie's a fucking joke about how. Yeah, Morgan Freeman and Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, that was
1: the Morgan Willis. Freeman movie. Okay,
2: okay. Popovich,
0: yeah. Helen Mirren. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Like, that's, oh, a, that's a great movie. This reminded me of, like a bunch of old people that decided they wanted to be young again and be spies or some shit. Yeah.
2: It's
0: a great movie. Well, Mary at, Louise like, Parker.
2: And, yes, Mary Louise Parker.
0: Yeah. Ah, Carl Urban's in it. I'm sold. Yeah. Diabolical. <laughs> um, speaking of I, that, did you guys see the new season of Invincibles coming out? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. Four I didn't episodes
0: see that. and then the the second four are not getting released till next year.
2: Ugh, fuck that.
0: Yeah. Um, i'm gen v been catching up on that uh, i actually got sherry into the boys she's been watching the boys now
1: oh this cool. is a great show man it's such
0: a great show yeah. she, at first she's like i don't know if i'm like it i'm like oh you're gonna love this show <laughs> like it's fucking amazing i don't think i've found one person who's watched it who didn't like it they might be disgusted by it but they liked it
2: yeah
1: in spite of the disgust yeah
0: yeah i mean it's it's an awful show as far as that kind of <laughs> stuff goes but it's such a great show like it's compelling
1: Yep, all right, so Jack, a takes
0: a train wreck.
1: <laughs> an a trainer, Jack takes Elvis into the men's restroom to show him some evidence that he found. And his mommy is fucking he's he's doing graffiti, man. He's got some hieroglyphics <laughs> <room laughs> up yeah. on the wall.
0: Is that something um, about you suck a dog's dick or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's you know this mummy he's he's a very modern mummy with his cowboy hat and his flamed western shirt and he's just like writing shit on the bathroom wall like like you do um it's very silly shit but there's a clip so joe if you want to hit that clip we will get into it
3: well all right so one of the nuts in here the present company excluded thinks he's tooting common or something comes in here writes hieroglyphics on the wall i mean big deal man what's the connection why are we standing here in a toilet well, I don't know what the connection is exactly, not yet, but that thing caught me asleep last night, and I came awake just in time. He had me on the floor and I had his mouth over my asshole. A shit eater? I don't think so. He was after my soul. Now, you can get that out of any major orifice of a person's body. I read about it. Oh, yeah, it were, man. Hustler? The Everyday Man or Woman's Book of the Soul by David Webb, And they got some pretty good movie reviews in there about stolen soul movies in the back. Come on,
1: I'll show you. <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me so much. The thing is, it's just delivery. He had yeah, his mouth over my asshole. Yeah, I call him my soul hole. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's good shit. So yeah, this mummy... We get the backstory of this mummy and it's you know it's the kind of perfect b-movie schlock you would expect This mummy was being toured across america from museum to museum and he's like he's not a high level mummy like he's not a Tutankhamun, common he's like he's like Tutankhamun's step brother you know what i mean like he's not a main attraction kind of mummy and um the mummy gets stolen by these people on a bus and the bus crashes off of a bridge which is near this nursing home, which, you know, kind of cracks the sarcophagus open and he's able to escape the curse and he's alive once again, but to survive, he's gotta feast on the souls of the living. He's right next to this nursing home. So it's like, it's easy pickings because you got all these older elderly folks in there, but their lives are small. So their souls don't satiate him in a, in a meaningful way. So he's gotta do it more frequently. And that's sort of the basis of this movie. That's sort of the MacGuffin of this movie. Um, Really clever. Really clever idea. And Mm -hmm. it's... um, You know, as silly as it is, it makes the whole thing work. So they find this (laughs) this hieroglyphic writing on the wall. You know, our character Jack is treating this as deadly serious evidence. And he was attacked by this mummy and he had his mouth over his asshole and the whole thing. So... (laughs) Um, But now they're in this together as a team, like they're they're excited about investigating it and looking for clues and trying to figure out what's going on. And and for the first time, they both have purpose in their lives for, you know, the first time in a long time. So we have a lot more movie after this. And again, remember, I don't have notes, so I'm just going to jump you through the next few important things. We get some cool shots of the nurse outside smoke, and then she sees some weird stuff going on in like a a shed, like some weird lights and and effects. Um, it's a strobe light, folks. Like it's a twenty dollar yeah, strobe light.
0: You
2: can tell.
1: You can absolutely tell. And there's another scene in this movie where you see the mummy, and it's just like a disco light in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like all right, I see what you were going for, but my god, you guys could have used like. I don't know. Three times the budget. You could have done something really cool there. Um, you get them sort of investigating this book of the soul, which is kind of a play on the book of the dead from the evil dead. It's just like a book that has all the answers to all the supernatural shit that's happening. And there's pictures of like demons tearing people's pants off to get to their assholes so they can suck their souls out of their body. It's, it's uh it's pretty fucking awesome. Um, jack we learn also has a penchant for candy and this peaks elvis's interest because he loves candy and when he has a drawer full of baby ruse he's
2: like
1: like, there's a line in here where he's talking about all the snacks he has he's like i've got ding-dongs he's like you got ding-dongs man.' (laughs) i relate to that (laughs) (laughs) yeah anytime someone mentions they have snacks just keep that line in your back pocket. You got ding dongs, man. <laughs> it's fucking great. Um, so yeah, they're they're basically having a sleepover at this point in Jack's room. And and Jack's room, by the way, gotta mention he's got frame pictures of Jack Ruby and Lee Harvey yeah. Oswald. And
2: he's got a small diorama of the the book the, the book depository. Yeah, <laughs> the depository the daily, like- daily plaza. Yeah, like, he's hysterical. He's got the whole thing is there.
1: Absolutely. Now we do have another character in the nursing home who thinks he's the lone ranger, like with the little black, um, you know, Robin mask and and these toy guns. He's the next victim who gets attacked by the mummy, but he's ready for him, right? Because he's got the guns, even though they don't do, don't do anything. So he's sort of chasing the mummy around, calling him an asshole. <laughs> Which is yeah. awesome.
2: I know he's, just, he's walking down the hall, shooting the guns, going asshole, asshole, <laughs> asshole. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's that's really that's really, again, so many gems in this movie. Um, again, Elvis and Jack are having a sleepover, trying to figure out how to deal with the mummy, and they hear the commotion of like the mummy and the Lone Ranger. They eventually see the mummy in the hallway and you get a very cheap and sort of effective uh effect with the strobe lights and the and the disco lights um but there's like a mind meld that happens between Elvis and this mummy where Elvis gets to see things that the mummy saw so you get like flashbacks to ancient Egypt like when they're actually doing pulling the brains out of his nostrils yes yeah. yeah. and You see like a bunch of topless like maidens and all this stuff and all the way up to him being transported in that bus and crashing off the bridge so you get all of that backstory filled in for you in that way um yeah so uh, and it's worth mentioning too the mummy doesn't actually kill the lone ranger he dies of a heart attack as he's saying asshole asshole i know because he chased him away he did his job you know Um, so yeah, he he dies of a heart attack. And um they lose another friend. And, you know, that's the thing. As silly as this movie is, every time they lose somebody, with the exception of that mean old bitch who stole the chocolates in the beginning, you do feel the sadness of those characters of Elvis and Jack. And then they break up that sadness with the comedy of the hearse pulling up, and those two guys again, and and I think they drop the body they in the bushes. His,
2: yeah, they they lose control and drop him over the <laughs> over the railing into the bushes.
1: So now Elvis has got some vigor, like I said, back, and you know he's walking around outside more. He's he's got more of his strength, and at this point, he tells the nurse because she's still treating him like a child, and this is a very common theme with with. Older people, um, you know, he he really resents it, and he basically tells her like, "Go oh, fuck yourself, man!" Or I'm gonna wrap this walker around your head. Like, stop treating me like a goddamn child. I'm a grown ass man, and I got some shit to handle. And again, you see in her face a little bit of respect. Like, oh my god, okay, yep. yeah, very cool. So Elvis is in full on investigation mode. He's you know trying to figure out how the mummy gets in and out of the building he's um you know walking around the grounds for clues and he sees the creek or the river or whatever where that bus you know they had that mind meld and and where the bus crashed so he actually like there's a pretty steep incline and he takes the walker down and he goes all the way down to the water's edge perfect physical comedy bruce campbell kills it um, it probably
0: it's probably easy to do that because of the fact that it's so difficult to try to like fake walking with a walker down a hill <laughs> yes.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm
0: surprised it didn't actually fall
1: I'm sure he must have I'm sure probably. they took the best take I on would it say so, yeah. <laughs> but he goes down there and he sees like evidence like clear physical evidence that there was indeed a bus the license plate is there in the water so it's not bullshit like it's not just something in his brain you know what I mean he he has confirmation that this has happened and that's all he needs so he goes back and uh you know and again this is more of like physical labor than this man has done in years you can tell but he tells the nurse like i'm gonna you know i I think the term is like i'm gonna adjust my own crankshaft from now on yes when she says like it's time to do that thing again and he puts his vaseline on the growth on his packer and goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. as as we all should want to do. and and it's at this moment too that he turns the tv on and sees an elvis movie marathon and it's so fucking clever the way they do it because none of these are elvis movies. it's just yeah. like stock footage it,
2: so they just they splice together stuff. yeah, with like the elvis character in the shadows doing things that you would do in an elvis movie but not
1: yeah. Yeah. It was very smart. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I never noticed that it wasn't, you know, until I looked up like trivia for this movie, yeah. I had no idea that they hadn't actually just, yeah, you stuff. don't think
0: about it. It's because yeah. it just works, you know? Yep. Or because this movie's so bad that it didn't really seem that out of place.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think, Joe's come on, man. On maybe,
0: maybe. I will tell you, this movie's better audio wise than it is video wise.
1: Okay, nah, Maybe I'm not like seeing that. how
0: shitty it is.
1: You just didn't like the fake cockroach. That's all. That's all this is.
0: It wasn't even a cockroach. It was a fucking scarab.
1: The scarab, sure, but it's a big bitch cockroach. A, big
0: bitch cockro- cockroach. Yep. And yeah. and a scarab makes sense because it's fucking Egyptian.
1: hmm So, Jack and Elvis are are, you know, again comparing notes they know what's going on he confirmed the boss and all that stuff um right now in this moment Jack kind of wants to hide he's like I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna sleep during the day and stay up at night and Elvis isn't having it. he's like no fuck this man like I don't have much of a life and I don't have much of a home but this is it and I'm gonna fight for it so he calls Jack after he thinks about it for a little bit Jack of course has the fucking like, the red phone like the I guess the emergency presidential phone or like the phone that you would see in the old Batman TV show Yeah, and he calls Jack in his room and says like you know to paraphrase myself let's yeah. take care of business <laughs> so they agree like we're gonna fight we're gonna fucking kill this mummy we're gonna do whatever we have to do to protect our our home so they gather supplies they gather weapons and it's just like you know two bottles of rubbing alcohol check you know (laughs) a fucking book of matches check just nonsense it's all it almost feels like kids playing pretend which is kind of sweet and endearing you know
2: that's exactly it Mm -hmm. it's like the goonies but with old people
1: yeah yeah totally yeah and then they both have uniforms, which is yes. this beautiful moment. Jack has a very presidential-looking suit, and Elvis has the fucking white jumpsuit that's like bedazzled with the big collar. And- oh
2: yeah, that's definitely old Elvis jumpsuit. It was so great,
1: <laughs> just covered in rhinestones and shit. Yep, so impractical, but it's like you're got my uniform. Like this is what I would fight the mummy in. Um, yeah, it's great, man, and my favorite moment from this is uh when when jack tells elvis i've got my wheelchair and elvis goes good man we could use some wheels (laughs) (laughs) it's so fucking funny to me oh god i'm looking at joe's face he's like no no thank you
0: (laughs) no wheels have failed me now (laughs)
1: Uh, so they agree they're going to meet back up like in the wee hours of like 2.45 in the morning to fight this mummy. And, and I mentioned mention too, like uh, Bruce Campbell, the old age makeup they use for Elvis looks really good. They worked really hard on this.
2: Yeah, it does look it does look good.
1: Like I'm looking at it now and the fine wrinkles and his big giant chin, like yes. it's just everything sells it really well.
2: It's done. Yeah, it's very well done. No question.
1: And as the movie progresses, he's walking better and better. You know, like he's got, mm-hmm. got more and more strength in his strides. Yeah, his man. Stride. So we get to um this next clip, which is again kind of what we talked about, uh their plan. Yeah. I don't. Mr.
3: Kennedy. Ask not what your rest home can do for you. Ask what you can do for your rest home. Hey, you're copying my best lines. And let me paraphrase one of my own. Let's take care of business. Just what are you getting at, Elvis? I think you know what I'm getting at, Mr. President. We're going to kill us a mummy.
0: I feel like that clip was supposed to be longer, but that's what you had in the paper.
1: You never know. You know <laughs> it was la- it was very late when I did this, and you know, my eyes started to go cross, and and it could have been longer, but that's you get the gist. You get the gist. You copied my best lines when. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so they're prepping, and like like Doug said, it's very Goonies. It's very juvenile. Yeah. He's filling like a uh I don't know, those canisters he used to to do like pesticides in the lawn or whatever. Yeah. With rubbing alcohol. Just basically whatever he, he could find. He's got his lighter. He's got like this fucking Native American like uh medicine satchel. Bag. Yeah, medicine bag. Yeah. And he he's it's filled with all of like these little pieces of memento from his
2: mojo in it
1: exactly he's got the lone rangers mask in there he's got the photos from his his roommate and the purple heart so he's he's going into battle with all of this stuff um and again some of this shit gets heavy dude like as fucking ridiculous that this is as this is they have a conversation about like how they weren't really there for their kids and and you know like heavy shit that you wouldn't expect you know just regrets in their lives it gets a little weird because you're talking about somebody who lived and died and whose relatives are alive and you, i always wonder how they feel if they saw something like this you know what i mean it's like that fucking uh like that beatles movie um which one yesterday
0: oh god right yes
1: where they showed john lennon at the end like he, mm-hmm. he grew to an old age i always i always sit back and wonder like man like how do his kids feel about this scene? I know. I
2: don't
0: know. His son's hanging out with Les Claypool, though. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, they have a they have a group together, the Lennon oh, Clay sure. the Lennon Claypool Delirium.
1: The Lennon Claypool, what does that sound like?
0: Amazing. Um, and Sean Lennon sounds exactly like John Lennon.
1: Yeah, he does. He does.
0: Dude, check mm-hmm. out that group, like the Lennon Claypool Delirium. If if you like kind of like good music in general you'll like it <laughs>
1: That's it's so broad it's
0: less primus um it's like if the beatles had just like a hint of primus mixed in
1: just a dash of primus and the beat well now i yeah. have to listen to it because that doesn't make any sense to me like i know uh, it
0: doesn't seem like it should make sense but it it works it doesn't seem like it should work but it works
1: i will ch- i will check that out because that sounds like something that should not be you know what I mean? And he has like
0: the sickest, like all chrome built Revelator guitar. Oh
1: wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like imagine if fucking like, I don't know, Rob Zombie got together with fucking Paul McCartney, but just a little bit.
0: Yeah, like it just
1: just a, just a dash.
0: It just doesn't seem like it should work, but it works. Like I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. It just works.
1: Hmm. I will check that out. Um, yeah so we're we're obviously gearing up for like a final showdown against this mummy and uh they're in the uniforms it's fucking ridiculous there are there are shots of them walking down the hallway in the costumes that might as well be the movie poster they're so good you know what I mean yes um at one point Elvis asked uh Jack before they go into battle he's like hey man I gotta ask you Marilyn like how was she in the sack
0: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you but it was
1: good that's the best He goes between you and me wow
0: yeah. <laughs> I know
1: uh, so yeah we get sort of the climax of the movie at this point where they confront the mummy outside in the grounds um we get like your typical jump scares where he's like coming out from behind trees and, and disappearing and reappearing and shit. And he first goes over after Jack because Jack is being used kind of as the bait. So he's attacking Jack, but then he gets into it with Elvis Elvis kind of pins him against the tree with a Walker. Um, now I didn't mention this before, but in all the preparation, jack provided elvis with this chant from the book of souls that would you know basically you recite this chant and it's going to take care of the mummy it's going to strip him of his powers again very evil dead um so you get the fight you get elvis doing his karate he does a kick and like you could hear oh, his, it's, his hip, it's so like great. his hip dislocate yep. <laughs> uh but eventually he does get around to this chant and Joe if you want to hit this clip for me this is the chant
3: you nasty thing from beyond the dead no matter what you think or do good things will never come to you and if evil is your black design you can bet the goodness of the light one's We'll kick your bat behind. That's it? That's the chant against evil from the Book of Souls? Oh, yeah, right, boss. And what kind of decoder ring comes with that, man? Shit, don't even rhyme well. (laughs) This dog shit. Sign for ACT
1: IOI. Yeah, so Elvis decides to take things into his own hands and uh uses all of the rubbing alcohol and lighter fluid and shit that he's got and sprays him down and lights him on fire and and you get this cool final fight um you know they it goes on for a while very well executed and then they sort of tumble down that same uh hill down to the bottom of the creek where the the mummy emerged from originally and after I mean, Elvis is really getting his ass whooped, man. Like, and you feel for this dude because the whole movie he's been, you know, not in the best physical shape. So he's getting punched and he's doling out punches and they're rolling down this hill. And, you know, you see like he's injured, like his rib is sticking out of his side. Broken rib, yep. You know, he's, he's hurting, but he's able to, you know, I mean he's getting beaten almost to death like this mummy is fucking just rocking him and he starts to sort of black out Uh, but just as he's about to black out he's able to set him on fire once again and that's all she wrote for this mummy This mummy fucking like tumbles into the water and is you know just all of his body parts sort of float apart from each other but this was a lot for Elvis he's an old man right so once he realizes that he's done the deed and he's good with it he has a final moment to reflect before he departs this earth and is at peace Um, he looks up to the sky and in very very convincing CGI fashion the stars rearrange themselves into some symbols <laughs> which translate into the words all is well oh, I think
2: yeah I think. all is well yep
1: and that's good enough for him so he responds with this final clip
3: I felt something inside grating against something soft I felt like a water balloon with a hole poked in it I was going down for the last count and I knew it well I still have my soul It's still mine. All mine. The folks up there, at Shady Rest. They have theirs, too. And they're gonna keep them. Every single one.
1: And that's all she wrote.
2: Perfect way to go out, man.
1: <laughs> yep. Find her Yep. That's the end of the movie. We get credits and then we get a stinger at the end that says Elvis returns in Bubba Nosferatu, Curse of the She Vampires. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's never happened. In
2: development, but it never got made.
1: Yeah. And that's it, man. Bubba Hotep. It is a fun B movie, and we're going to rate it now. I am a movie critic by trade and until recently I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, Rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people,
0: not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You
1: really love me it stinks it stinks it stinks are you not entertained on masters of the sun god that's too many beers (laughs) on the masters of the cinematic universe we rate all of our movies on a scale from zero to five with decimal places anything in between sometimes above five just depends on the movie and we're gonna start with doug doug how do you rate baba hotel
2: how do i rate this movie I was so excited when you said this is what you were doing because this is one of my favorite silly, just dumb, like you said, B, just camp movies. I absolutely love it. I mean, I love Bruce Campbell and anything that he does. And he brings it in this movie. And if you're a fan of uh, the Phantasm movies, this definitely keeps up with them in the silliness but greatness of just can't be horror movies um so that said i mean it's getting a solid four for me i nice. it's a movie i watch again and again you know um so yes it's a 4.0 for me
1: 4.0 beautiful Joseph O'Rourke The voice of dissent What say you The lone
2: single voice of
1: dissent
0: (laughs) I don't believe that I believe there's more people That don't like this movie out there
2: Of course there are more people out there But they are in a vast minority
0: Yeah I mean Based on
2: all of the ratings So what
0: you're telling me Is you're hating on minorities right now Yes
2: (laughs) I'm hating Bubba Hotep minorities Definitely You ageist Yes
1: I am Ageist Yep so, what are your thoughts, Mr. O'Rourke?
0: Look, I didn't think this was that great of a movie. I, th- I thought the plot was stupid. <laughs> um, I did like some of the lines, and there were some scenes that make me laugh, and I like. I mean, it's not all terrible, but it's not, like, something I'd ever watch again or recommend anybody watch. If anybody asks me, like, this is a fucking stupid movie. I'm like, if you want to watch something fucking stupid, go ahead and watch it. But if you want to actually watch something with a decent plot that, like... Should be a movie like, okay, this should have been like, like what they did with like werewolf by night, like a nice 40 minutes and out. And then I've been a little better with it, but it just went on way too long. and <laughs> Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't love it. I didn't absolutely hate it, but I really didn't love it. Uh, I did like the audio more and I liked how you guys are into it, but other than that, I don't know. Um, I'll probably go like a 2.9. 2.9
1: what a sad score (laughs) listen it's it's always a a coin toss when it comes to horror movies now i thought you would like this more than you did i like the concept like i said if you pitched me
0: this i'd be like oh this is gonna be great but the the execution wasn't what i expected it to be
1: okay fair enough man you're entitled to it i I rolled the dice and i came up with snake eyes when it comes to stuff that joe will like in the horror world yeah um so i'm i'm one for one i think you you like yeah, uh leslie vernon
0: yeah was, but you did not like this
1: not. okay all right listen i'm still bad at 500 yeah, yeah that's pretty fucking good all right so you're at a 2.9 um i will say i love this movie obviously um just like doug i love uh, bruce campbell you know introduced to him via the evil dead movies and his like physicality so i dig everything that he does um i dig b horror movies so i think i think that's also kind of a prerequisite too you can't go into a movie like this expecting like um the kind of quality when it comes to special effects and you know it's it's shoestring stuff it's very much like in that world um but it's a clever movie it's a funny movie and it's a it's a strangely endearing movie two Mm -hmm. so with all that said i would give this movie a 4.1 out of five stars yeah 4.1
0: if you listen to this if you watch this movie please post in one of our forums to let us know what you actually thought of this because
1: yeah i'm curious Uh, uh, to see i invite you um find us on facebook masters of the cinematic universe just ask to join the group and we will let you in um you can also reach out to us if you're a Patreon member. um You're automatically enrolled in in like a group. uh What do you, what do you call it? a group chat? Like a yeah. group chat. MOTCU Patreon Message group, group chat? chat.
0: Yeah, I call it the yeah. reason I learned where the mute button was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a different yeah. show, buddy. That's a different I show. Know. I know. Um, yeah, hit us up and let us know what you think about this movie. If you think it's a hunk of shit, we will eat our our words here me and i won't well doug will
2: (laughs) i have no respect for our patreon members anyway so it doesn't matter (laughs) no i'm teasing
1: (laughs) but uh i do hope you enjoy it if you've never seen this movie and you watch it for the first time this kind of holiday season um i hope that it makes your rotation because it's a fun movie and if you hate it at least you've got one member of the show that you can relate to so there's something for everybody right Yep. Well that's that's it man With that said um, We have some people to thank And we'll start <coughs> with show sponsor Mo, Mo Do it Mo, Mo. Justcallmo.com If you're injured on the go Just call Mo If you have legal questions Just call Mo If you are attacked by a rubber bug Just call Mo If you try to stab it with a fork And because of the uh, antique facilities of the rest home that you are living in, you stab at a very dangerous looking heater, by the way. I thought that was yeah. gonna start a fire. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like an open coil heater next to a bed with like sheets draping. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought no. the
0: fucking mummy dude just knocked down the fucking chocolates to make him melt because he wanted them. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to melt them shits up. Just call Mo. If you are attacked by a mummy who's trying to suck your soul out of your butthole, just call mo can you sue the bus
0: that crashed that let the mummy free
1: yes especially if you're on the bus like what if you're just a passenger on the bus you don't realize there's a stolen sarcophagus back there that shit crashes i mean that's trauma physical and mental that's a class action suit man yeah that
2: is for all the people on the bus
1: all the people on the bus the mummy if you're the mummy you can sue right because
2: you were were resting peacefully Totally.
1: Now you're awake in the modern world, although you can't tell if it's 2002 or 1962. <laughs> yeah. Just call Mo. Yep. Uh, yes. And oh, before I forget, there may be a few of those horror Mo magnets left on justcallmo.com. I don't know. Go check it out. And if you go check it out and you request one, let them know that MOTCU sent you there. All
2: yeah. right. We've got some other folks to thank. These yeah, we, are our fine Patreon members. I that still I do want have. music
0: to put behind this site at some point. I need to figure this out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have the utmost respect for these folks because they listen to us faithfully. They give us money every month, which is also wonderful. And they're good human beings too. Every single one of them is a good human being. We're gonna we're gonna read their names here. We're gonna start off with founding member Hannah Christ. Then we've got Peter Bianco. From the Tone Jerks podcast, the Second Bump podcast, and the Off the Rails podcast, Mr. Brian Gower. And Brian, if you are listening, I'm late to the party, but I am very much into Shane Gillis now. My son Tim and I share Shane Gillis clips back and forth multiple times every day for the past like three weeks, and we laugh our asses off. That guy is a funny dude. Next, our uh, last week's guest host, our co-host on the Just Surprise Me podcast, as well Mm -hmm. as the Sharing Maps podcast, Will Lehu. From the Signal Path Podcast, the Texas State Boggle Chance Podcast, and the Texas Ice Temporal Podcast. Also, a recent guest host on this podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. Then we've got Mr. Michael McVeigh. Go, Michael. Mr. Michael v- Van Zant. Go, Michael again. And last, but definitely not least, Mr. U G Direction. Thank you, Direction
1: Visit Patreon.com/slash m o t c u to support the show you Jeepscape very true. yes, you can support the show via patreon dot com slash motcu. We got different tiers you can choose from yep. and you can get all kinds of uh, fun and cool shit. yep, right? T-shirts yep. we still got t-shirts. we got stickers,
0: all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, come on, man! A What's buck up? a month,
2: buck a month. Yeah. So what do we got? What do we got coming up next? Uh, well, I mean,
0: that <laughs> depends on you, Doug. What do we got coming That's up? That's me.
2: <laughs> That's me exactly. Yeah. What we have next? We're going to continue our our Halloween theme for the month of October. I am bringing to the table an American Werewolf in London from 1981. I have to tell you, I watched this movie the other day just to get my to to wet my beak, so to speak. This fucking thing holds up. It's an amazing horror movie. It's beautifully paced. The practical effects are still top of the line. And they're amazing. And yeah. the, the movie is funny. It's John Landis at his best. It's hysterically funny. It's dark. I mean, talk about dark humor. Holy shit. And I can't wait to I can't wait to do it. I just I think it's it's one of my favorite horror movies. It came out the year I graduated high school. <laughs>
1: Dude, yes, you you picked one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm oh, so fucking excellent. excited. Excellent, <sighs> excellent.
0: So, um, where do you think Joe's gonna come down on this one?
1: Where, uh, you know what?
2: This movie, I knew you were gonna hate. I told Tim <laughs> today. Fuck. I told Tim and Erica today, because when I told Erica what we were doing, she said, uh, and I described it as. It's a horror movie about uh, you know Elvis and JFK fighting a, a, mummy, a mummy in a cowboy suit. And Eric actually said, did Joe pick this? I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. Eric picked this and Joe's going to hate it. So I knew, <laughs> I knew you were going to hate this movie. But I'm not sure about American World for London because it is very, very well done.
1: It's yeah. got some oh, great
2: yeah. humor in it. It's only an hour and a half long. It's extremely well paced. And I think 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 it's got a lot of things. I think you will. I think it's got a lot of things. You're not going to like it as much as Eric and I because it's a horror movie and it is a classic horror movie. It's not like trying to be anything else.
0: Just also out of pure curiosity, why did you think I was going to hate this
2: movie? You know, that's a good question. I think it was more just a vibe. I think it was more just a vibe, dude. Okay. Because I still can't figure you out. Like when it comes to movies, I seriously, I think I might have just got lucky that that I thought you weren't going to like this movie with my guests because I still can't figure you out.
0: I, I was trying to trap you into talking shit about this movie just now. <laughs> oh, I didn't work, did it? No, I was mm. trying to trap you. So, like, you'd be like, oh, probably because this movie has no plot because it's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, I, I was mean, like, I, I got mean, you. Yeah. Sorry, lower your no. fucking score. <laughs> it,
2: it, it was just a vibe, and maybe I got lucky. So, I have a feeling that you will. You will dig American World for London just because it's that good. It's not like this movie is a campy B movie. It's a cult movie. It's like not a well known movie. Whereas American World for London is when when there are discussions about horror movies, classic horror movies, this is in the top 10. But see, the thing is, I love cult B
1: movies like Jaws. (laughs)
2: Like jaws, that's true. And I hate that, fucking blockbusters typically. That's very true. Well, said this, this, this did well in the theater. It just didn't
0: hit me right, this one.
2: And just a little spoiler, we're going to have, we're going to review this movie, but we're going to review a movie within a movie, because within this movie is the classic See You Next Wednesday, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to John Landis. And we're going to review that movie within this movie. So there's uh, going to be yeah. two movies being reviewed.
0: It's or watching Inception,
2: yes, we are. It's a movie within a movie. See you next Wednesday.
0: I don't know how I'd rate Inception, honestly.
2: Oh, dude, I don't know if we could do it. Like, that's like that a
1: you, four hour episode, man. How I'm just yeah, like exactly. so mixed,
0: mixed up on that movie, too. Like, the way I feel about it, dude, that and Tenet. Yeah, well, I still oh, don't God. even know if I like Tenet.
2: Like, Inception, I loved, but I don't know. If I, I liked knew.
0: Inception, but there's parts of where I'm just like, this is too much. No. Oh
2: no! It's too much and it's too long. Like yeah. the movie could have been a half hour shorter and it would have been better. Yeah. But like, I, I think I think in 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 his case, in Christopher Nolan's case, he's got that whole James Cameron thing where he's too big for his britches now. Yeah. Like he thinks that he can serve you up anything and you're gonna
0: like it. My favorite James Cameron you thing know? still is when they make fun of him on Future Man.
2: Yes, definitely. It's the best. Absolutely. Absolutely, it's the best. Absolutely, they go the to his but house. Like, of like, oh, that's the door from yeah. Titanic. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. But like, you know, Christopher Nolan, Memento. Christopher Nolan is fucking pure genius. Like oh, that movie God, is yeah. absolute genius, and, and 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 The Dark Knight, absolute genius movie. But I think he started getting a little too big for his britches, and it started manifesting in Inception, and was fucking full tilt in Tenet because that movie is just and i think he got grounded now i haven't seen it yet but but uh uh, the uh, what the manhattan project is that what it's called what's the movie called oppenheimer
1: oppenheimer yeah i I still haven't seen it either
2: i but i've heard i've talked to people who've seen it and i've heard that is it's amazing so i think maybe he's back on track i hope so but anyway that's my rant i'm done now because i'm tired Mm -hmm. and want to go to bed
1: yeah absolutely well, there's only one thing left for us to do yep. this evening.
0: Oh, hey okay, uh yeah, well uh lights. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Big old motherfucking lights. He was
2: trying to do it. He was trying to do it. And I w- was gonna try to do it, but now I'm afraid. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, camera.
1: Oh man, you guys are <laughs> killing me? <laughs> Let me tell you, baby, you, you're going to want to fuck right off. <laughs> Hi, friend. Uh, this is Eric Pabone, and I'm here to talk to you about art of Eric Pabone. That's what I do. You may be familiar with some of my work. Um, you know, I've drawn some weird shit for Tom and Dan, semantics, just generally for people around town. Or you might be familiar with my work from this show, where my co-host, Joe, Uh, makes weird fucking commission requests all the time. You can make weird fucking commission requests. That's right. Hit me up, uh, visit artofericpabone.com or find me on social media at artofericpabone and I would be happy to, for money of course, draw anything your twisted heart desires. Again, that's artofericpabone.com.